This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is sponsored by our good friends at Baylor Scott & White Health and by the My BSW Health app. It's designed to help busy folks like us manage our health care our way. And now, here's Neil. All right, Stuby, thank you very, very much. And thanks to the uh, Baylor Scott & White people as well. Thanks for all kinds of reasons. Welcome to our second hour, folks. Glad to have you here. We have one phone line open if you'd like to grab it while you can. It's 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Mike Bass is running the boards and answering the phones. His will be the first voice that you'll hear. Mike has been doing my program now for more than a couple of years, and uh, he is wonderful to work with. I'll just officially say that, so I'm grateful to have him. Today's SPCA of Texas dog is Lady Gray. Lady Gray is a six-year-old, 40-pound blue healer mix. Lady Gray came in as a stray, so her past is a little mysterious. But she's quickly wiggled her way into the hearts of the staff at the SPCA of Texas. Lady Gray isn't as high energy as your typical healer, but she has the loyalty and intelligence that makes healers so desirable. This petite, polite little lady is less into playing or running around and more into cuddling and following around her human friend. Anywhere you are, that's where she wants to be. Lady Gray is a little nervous on the leash, but she can be coaxed with treats and doesn't pull when she's walking. She doesn't fully know how to sit yet, but she does come when called. She recently had some teeth removed, so she's on soft food and treats for a few weeks until her mouth fully heals. To celebrate Shelter Pet Summer, You can adopt an adult dog or cat from the SPCA of Texas shelters for only $25. The special will be offered for pets located at the SPCA of Texas shelters and in their foster homes, and adoptions will be by appointments only. Lady Gray is waiting to meet you at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center in Dallas. To request an appointment to meet Lady Gray, please fill out the application at spca.org slash dogadopt. Just like all the pets at SPCA of Texas, Lady Gray has been spayed, microchipped, she's had all of her age-appropriate vaccines, and she's waiting for her new forever family at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center, 2400 Lone Star Drive, I-30 West of Hampton Road. Adoptions are available by appointment. Adopters will need to submit an adoption inquiry form in order to begin the adoption process and to schedule an appointment to complete the adoption. Now again, you go to spca.org slash findapet and visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog like Lady Gray or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. That's the SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week, Lady Gray, the six-year-old, 40-pound blue healer mix who is a sweetheart. And uh, I would really recommend her to you. She's a beautiful dog. Take a look at her and see if you wouldn't like to adopt her. Sponsored today by Advanced Foundation Repair. I hope you don't ever have foundation problems, but the truth of it is that most houses, many houses built on the black clay soil, eventually will have some form of foundation problems. We did. Now, the big part of our house was built, uh, designed by a registered architect, and uh, we had, I think, 22-foot deep piers uh, drilled before the foundation was poured. That part of the house has not gone anywhere. It's been fine. But then Neil and Lynn decided we wanted to add a sunroom, and Neil decided he wanted to add an office. And we didn't go back through the same architect. And... (laughs) We had some foundation problems, and that's uh, what often happens. Uh, a lot of times the attract homes are not uh, not poured quite as carefully as, as uh, they need to be, probably. Well, advanced foundation repair can determine if there are foundation issues. They can do that from the top of the floor, from, from the carpet down or the hard surface down. And I tell you, yes, there are foundation problems below, and here is what they are, here's where they are, here's what we would have to do to shore up your house and to make it whole once again. And then they tell you what it would cost to do that, and you'll say, that's less than I expected. 
That's what most people tell me they have uh, reacted. And uh, when you have them do the work, you'll be amazed at how quickly they do it, how carefully they do it. And uh, then you probably won't be amazed by this next statement because I've told you now, but you get a lifetime guarantee, good for the lifetime of the house, transferable from owner to owner to owner. That's the best it gets, and that's why they call themselves Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. They have advanced their industry. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. FoundationRepairs.com. It's Advanced Foundation Repair. Warmer temperatures are here, and there's no better time to tend to the garden and your health. The MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health helps you manage your health care from anywhere. And you don't even need a green thumb to download it. Text BETTER to 88408 to get it now. And now, back to Neil. All right, Stubby, thank you very much. We go back to Jean in Weatherford. She has put down zoysia about a month ago and uh, wants to fertilize it, perhaps, has St. Augustine. Is that right, St. Augustine? Yes, I have St. Augustine, and, and I got that I need to put disease X on that. And she uh, has yellowed areas in the St. Augustine in spite of feeding and had heard me earlier today saying that we're right at the tail end of time to fertilize St. Augustine because once it gets hot, there is a good possibility of gray leaf spot moving in. I asked her to look closely at the blades of the St. Augustine, and she said, yes, I do see the spots, which Mm -hmm. means that gray leaf spot is already there, and that's the reason I recommended to her the disease X from Scott's, which has azoxystrobin in it. That's the active ingredient that will stop the gray leaf spot. Now, at that point, uh, I think I would lay off on fertilizer. It's not going to die from lack of fertilizer. It's more likely to have serious repercussions from the gray leaf spot. Okay, should I go ahead and put that over the new uh, zoysia turf as well? Uh, It is susceptible to gray leaf spot. I probably would wait and see if I have any before any uh, of the disease before I uh, put out the the fungicide. It's kind of hard to, these are tiny little blades on this zoysia, so okay. I'd have to look really close. To well, see. and that's a, that's a fair comment. You would also see the discoloring, the yellowing of the grass overall, and you would also see the, the leaves browning, singeing like they'd been hit with boiling water. Oh, okay. but, if you, okay. but if you don't want to take that chance because you have a known outbreak of it in the St. Augustine, it won't hurt the grass to put it out. I was just trying to save you a little money, but it will not hurt the new zoysia. Zoysia oh, okay. sod costs enough that you might want to go ahead and do it. Yeah, exactly. And at what point would I think about fertilizing this new sod? Uh, normally I'd say after you mow it the second time, but... Uh, with with that going on, I might I might hold off a little while. Once again, okay. it it came to you with fertilizer in the uh, in oh, okay. the upper level of the the soil that it has, right. and it right. it should be fine. Okay, all right. Well, thank you so much, Neil. And you have a good day. I will. Thanks for hanging on for me there. Thank you. All right, and uh, that opens the line. If you'd like to call, folks, it's eight hundred two eight eight. WBAP 800-288-9227. That's the only open line we have. We have Mike and Lucas, Rick and Valley Ranch, as we uh, as we uh, talk ground covers, actually, in one form or another. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is my latest book, and it is on sale for another week, and that's it. And then the sale goes away, and thirty-one ninety-five dollars uh, is a price you will not hear me say again for this book. That's, uh, well, unless some real miracle comes along and i don't you know things being what they are that's probably not going to happen neil spray's lone star gardening is uh, 344 pages 840 of my photographs 11 chapters and more than 25 multi-page charts that's what it has in it and it is for every county in the great state of texas it tells you everything you need to know to be successful in gardening in texas now, that's, uh, that's the book. The 11 chapters are the basics of gardening in Chapter 1, the calendar of when to do everything in Chapter 2, and then Chapters 3 through 11 are comprehensive chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, 
annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. The fifth printing has just concluded. I have them, and uh, they will be thirty-six ninety-five plus tax and postage after next Sunday evening, after Father's Day. I gave you the low price of thirty-one ninety-five for Mother's Day. I thought only fair to wait through Father's Day. It never draws like Mother's Day does, but you know I'm gonna I'm keep rooting for the guys, so I'll leave that price on until Father's Day night. And uh, so if you'd like to buy it for your dad as a Father's Day gift or just for you, I don't care. We're not checking to see if it's going to a father. Uh, you can get it for $31.95. That'll be a signed copy, and uh, uh, I'll get it shipped on tomorrow if you get your order in on my website today uh, before about 2.30 or 3. And uh, if uh, you order by phone, it'll probably be Tuesday until we can get it in the mail. But uh, anyway, I'd love to have uh, the chance to sign one for you. That's Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening at uh, thirty-one ninety-five plus tax and postage. Order it now at neilsperry.com. It is not in stores and it's not on Amazon. Your satisfaction is completely guaranteed. Or I'll give you a full refund. Uh, the uh, book is uh, my latest thing. Everything that I have said or done over a whole career is represented in this book. Again, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com, or you can call my office tomorrow morning if you need to order it over the phone, and that is 800-752-GROW. The better way, though, is neilsperry.com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett at First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney inviting you to join us for worship in person inside in person outside online always all of these options can be found at our website sharingtheheart.org first united methodist church where the love of god is proclaimed and everyone is welcome that's our pastor tommy brummett and i need to remind you uh we'll have a new recording next week i believe uh, there is no outside service, got too hot for that, so that is discontinued, but there are four indoor services now, back to the normal schedule. The 8 and 9 a.m. services, of course, you're too late for those, but 10.05 and 11.10. The 10.05 service uh, is streaming online at sharingtheheart.org. And then the 1110 is also a traditional service. Contemporary services at 10 and 11. That's at the First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney, 315 North Church Street, our church. Love to see you there. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Helpful, really helpful. And I'll tell you, this is a special I'm going to take advantage of. I did last year. They had the same sale, and you don't want to miss this one. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer to find a great deal on Ace 50-foot all-season garden hose. Just $16.99. Save an extra $5 with your Ace Rewards card, and you pay the incredible price of only $11.99. There's a limit of two hoses. You need a garden hose that stays flexible no matter what the thermometer reads. It's designed to stay flexible year-round in all temperatures to eliminate the need for adjustment, whether it's hot or cold outside. This all-season hose is medium-duty. For everyday watering tests like watering the garden or watering the lawn, or for general cleanup. With a 5 8 inch inside diameter and strong 300 pounds per square inch burst strength, this water hose delivers just the right amount of water at the right speed for all of your outdoor needs. Three-quarter inch hoses are too heavy and half-inch hoses are flimsy. This is the one that is just right, and it is it has the patented hose armor to prevent kinking at the water source. It has everything going for it, and it's eleven ninety nine with your Ace Rewards card and a limit of two. That's Ace. Ace Hose. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. This is the perfect time to get outside and get our plants and ourselves in tip-top shape. Freshen up your health care routine with the MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health. Download it now to manage all your health care from anywhere, even from the garden. Once again, here's Neil. All right, Stubby, thank you very much. Let's go to Mike in Lucas. Mike, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. How are you this morning? Wonderful. Thank you, sir. How can I help? Well, I have a question about weed control in uh, Asian jasmine uh, uh, 
ground cover beds. We have several uh, open areas around the on the deck of a, around our pool, and we had uh, planted the Asian jasmine, uh, kind of as per your recommendation from the book, and they've filled in great. They look great. They're just wonderful, wonderful uh, ground cover. Uh, the problem is that recently we've uh, developed a lot of grasses that have kind of grown up um, in the in the jasmine itself. Uh, weeds haven't been so much a problem because they're so thick. The jasmine is so thick that it just kind of cuts those out. So we can pull those weeds pretty readily, and they're not much of a problem. But these grasses um, are very tedious. And I guess my question is, is there any product uh, or process that you would recommend that we could use uh, to get rid of the grass without damaging the Asian jasmine? How old is the jasmine bed? Uh, about two two years, two and okay. a half years. And uh, do you have any idea of what grasses are involved? I don't need to have them all named, but I have one in particular I want to ask about. Do you have any idea what, what grasses are involved? No, sir, I, I don't. I can't tell you what the grasses are. Do you know nut you sedge like. when you see it? Do you know nut grass, nut no. sedge when you see it? No, sir. All right. I want you to become familiar with nut sedge or nut grass before any of what I say to you uh, is put into into effect, into use. Uh, nut okay. sedge is not a true grass. That's why I don't call it nut grass. Most people do. Uh, you can always tell sedges which are invading weeds, and they'll show up lots of places. Um, you can tell sedges by rolling them like you would roll a pencil between your finger and, and, and thumb. And uh, they will have triangular stems. Grasses all have round stems. Bermuda grass, St. Augustine, corn, uh, all have round stems. If you roll any of those, you'll say, that's round. There's a little notch in them, but they're basically round stems. Sedges are all triangular. If you have nut sedge, then what I'm about to tell you won't work. Um, And there is a product that is labeled for control of nut sedge, specifically for nut sedge, only for nut sedge, and that is the original image. Uh, I imagine sedge hammer would also work. I want to get this out of the way, but this only applies to nut sedge. So this is a this is a just a I'm putting the asterisk first here. Nut sedge can be controlled with Image, the original product called Image. You need to ask for it with that codicil on it, or with Sedge Hammer, which is a, a more of a commercial product. All right, so that's for nut sedge. Now, if you have Bermuda grass or other grassy weeds coming up in uh, Asian jasmine, one of the things that was uh, discovered. 40 years ago when, uh, when the glyphosates were brand new uh, as weed killers. Uh, I, I don't know how it was discovered, but I can kind of recreate my estimate of how it was discovered. There were Asian jasmine beds in Texas and across the south where there was so much Bermuda grass growing. Somebody said, I'm done. I just am so done with this ground cover and this bed and trying to pull Bermuda grass out of it. I'm going to spray it all with Roundup and kill it all and start over. And they sprayed with Roundup, and lo and behold, it didn't kill the Asian jasmine. It killed everything else, but it didn't kill the Asian jasmine. It didn't kill everything else. It killed all the grasses, the Bermuda grass and Johnson grass, and left the Asian jasmine. Hey, look here. Now, I cannot recommend that to you because it's not on the label. I can tell you from practical firsthand observation and experience that if you wait until the Asian jasmine turns woody and has those leathery dark green leaves in another few weeks, that I've never seen it do damage to the Asian jasmine. I can recommend to you that if you're going to try it, try it in a very small area first and see if you're satisfied with the results. It only takes a week or two to to tell if it's going to do damage and to tell if it's going to kill the, the grasses that you have. So that's that's something I'll recommend. But I cannot recommend that you that I cannot recommend that you use the original uh, glyphosate only uh, weed killer to kill grasses in Asian jasmine. But I can tell you, I've seen it used thousands of times, 
and it's uh, it's worked perfectly. So that's that's why I went through all that laborious detail of. But it has to be the original uh, Roundup, not the newer products that have all kinds of other stuff added to them. Glyphosate only is the is the key operative. So in each of these cases, okay. Image and and Roundup, the companies had such great success with the products that they said, hey, we have a great brand recognition here. Let's let's make some other products and let's mix other things with them and and people will love those products too. And it, it just it made it so confusing to the public to have all this stuff with the same name and different uses. So you have to look for the original image for Nutsedge and the original Roundup or one of the other products now that can be made, um, like Cleanup, that is only glyphosate, and, and that will do the job. It's amazing. But that, that yeah. you have to determine. You accept all risk. I have seen a couple of products advertised in the nurseries that, uh, you know, proclaim that they can uh, kill the grass without killing anything else. Um, any, any thoughts on those products? I don't know which ones you're referring to. Mm, I should have taken a picture of the labels, but they... Yeah, they, I, I, they, I'm not going to give they, a blank check to that answer. <laughs> yeah, okay. Liability All right, well, too, thank too you great. very much. I I'm not aware of anything any better than what I recommended to you, or, or commented to you. I don't want to say recommended. I, I okay. gave you what I think is the best answer, but there, you know, if there's a new product, I would think I would have known about it. Okay. Well, thank you so much, sir. I appreciate you're it. You're welcome. I think I think that would give you the results you're looking for. And like I say, buy a small package, try a small area. All right, we'll come back and go to uh, Rick and Valley Ranch in just a moment. So stay with me. Uh, in fact, let's see. Have I? I'm I'm in good shape. We'll do that right now. Let's go to Rick and Valley Ranch. Rick, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. How can I help you? Well, I have a area on the south side of the house where uh, my neighbor has planted this big old shrub, and it's killed all the grass uh, between there. And so it's a, mud, it's a mud pit. I'm looking for some type of ground cover to, uh, to cover that in, you know, fill that in that, that's mowable. Mowable? Yeah. Because that, the, the, my... Uh, when they mow my pro- when they mow my lawn, they, they that's how they get from the front to the back. Why don't you put a pathway in of some sort and then put a ground cover in to hold the soil? Otherwise, um, it's going to be hard to find a mowable ground cover that that uh, can handle the traffic of a mower. Well, well the mower is only twice a week, uh, twice a month, so it's not that much. Uh, but I could, I guess I could put that in there. I didn't, I didn't want to, but I could. Well, uh, my, my choice of ground covers in shade, uh, would be Mondo grass, monkey grass. Monkey grass? Um, yep. It's not a, not a grass. You don't treat it as a grass. I never mow mine. I did, I did mow some of it this year because it had some dieback from the cold, um, you know what? I didn't. I did Loriope, but I did not mow the the sister plant, uh, Mondo grass. I did do it after the ice storm about six or seven years ago, when uh, when the ice stayed on the ground for so long. But uh, in in fifty years of growing it, that's the only time I've ever mowed it. Uh, it gets six or seven inches high. Uh, I don't think you'd want to have them pushing a mower through it. Certainly not one running. Um, so. Uh, that's okay. why I suggested a walk. I have a walk through our shaded area so I can get equipment through wheelbarrows or another yeah. thing you, you want to be able to push through. Right. Okay. That's that. I, I, I thought of that, but then I was thinking, well, maybe there's a mowable type of we, uh, grass or ground cover that I could use. But I guess the best thing to do is put uh, pavestone in there or something like that. Well, you can use pavestone or you could use, I use, uh, if if it's an area that does not have uh, much slope to it where there would be runoff. Is is this an area that has runoff in heavy rains? Well, what it, it has a drain it has a drain field in it, so that uh, when when the when it rains, the water that any runoff goes into a uh, into the piping and it's piped out to the street. 
So does so if you put bark mulch as a pathway, it would be going right into that drain field. Yeah. All right, that's not a good plan. <laughs> so I, I withdraw that plan. Um, you could you could use paved stone. I have a lot of paved stone in our landscape. A couple of patios made of it, and and a whole driveway about three hundred feet long made of paved stone. I love paved stone. Uh, you could also use old antique brick that you can get at salvage yards. Um, you need to make sure it's uh, hard fired. It's better if it's street brick. Um, right. pa- paved stone is less expensive. Um, you could you could use concrete uh, stones if it's not a highly visible area. Uh, that so you maybe can I could put a, lots of places. Maybe I could put a section of step stones in there. That's what I have done uh, for uh, many of our walks. We are out in the country, and I have a lot of uh, pathways, and I made a bunch of uh, concrete stepping stones that are 12 by 12 and 12 by 16 inches, pressed uh, 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 leaves, decorative leaves, into about 10% of them. Uh, and by decorative leaves, I mean big Boston fern leaves and and uh, several, oh, for example, walnut leaves or pecan leaves, and use rock salt and press that in as they were curing, and then swept it out the next day, used a rock hammer to, to crack off the edges and age them, and they, they look like they're very, uh, almost look like uh, fossils. They're, they're lovely. I, we've had them for 35 years. They've, some of them I have moved to two or three different places as our landscape plans have changed. I have about 250 or 300 of them that we made one summer. So that can work. You just make reusable uh, 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 molds or, or uh, forms that you can knock apart and put back right. together. So all those are possibilities, and I would I would rather see you do that than, than try to walk across or push through a, a ground cover of any kind. Vining ground covers would snag. Mondo grass, yeah. I think, would track. And dwarf mondo, which would be short enough, is a disaster to try to maintain uh, in a large area because it's just so hard. It's expensive to plant and and risky because it will die out if it's poorly drained. So I think you're on the right track. Okay. Appreciate your call, Rick. Thank you, sir. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, these are the people who do it best. They do it uh, uh, any kind of a re-roofing job so very well. We have a Wortham Brothers roof on our home that was installed three years ago, three years and two months ago, and couldn't be happier. They do composition roofs, and they do a lot of them. I, uh, I would, I would love to work for a roofing company where you could drive down the street and just point at roofs that your company has installed because they make a home look so good, uh, to get that old sagging roof off and, and the one that has all the, the black shining through because all the, all the, um, uh, all the gravel, whatever I'm trying to say has uh, washed away. It's time for a new roof. Maybe you've had hail damage or wind damage. They'll come take a look at your roof and they'll tell you if there's a problem. If there isn't, they'll tell you that as well. Lots of times the problem is not so much in the actual roofing as it is in the, uh, in the valleys or in the, uh, in the, uh, any kind of the sheet metal work that, that stops the, the leaks. Wortham Brothers can step to your rescue, and when they do a roof, they do it quickly and they do it carefully. They certainly do it affordably, and they work all across north-central Texas. Call them for an estimate. Call them to repair your roof, to replace your roof. 972-562-5788, a second-generation family business since 1986. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company at 972 972- 562-5788-WBRoofing.com. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. Your latest news, traffic, and weather. It's good to just keep you in the know. Available on your smart devices. All you have to do is ask. Hey, Google, play WBAP. We had Arborological Services at our home day before yesterday, working our trees, many of our trees. Trees require maintenance. They're living beings. And just like we require medical attention every once in a while, trees require medical attention every once in a while. And nobody gives better medical attention than Arborological Services and routine attention as well. They have college-degreed plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters on their staff. More than 10 
10 International Society of Arboriculture Certified Arborists on their teams. They have crews going out across the Metroplex in all directions every day. Three of their people have been selected as Arborists of the Year for the great state of Texas. How good is all that? It's good enough that I'm willing to say these are the only people who will ever touch my trees, and it's good enough that I can say they are by far the best in the Metroplex. Arborological Services, probably the best in Texas. The phone number is 866 866- Five five two seven two six seven. On the web, it's arborological.com. Arborological Services, arborological.com. And uh, on Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc. Twitter, at the Tree Experts, Arborological Services, 866-552-7267, Arborological Services. Years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now on WBAP and WBAP.com. Austin police have arrested a suspect in yesterday's mass shooting. I'm Dennis Martin at the WBAP 24 7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP first traffic and weather on the ones. An accident in South Fort Worth is blocking two right lanes of southbound 35W at Rendon Crowley. An accident in Rockwall is closed westbound I-30 at North King John Boulevard. And northbound 35E is closed in Waxahachie because of an accident there. That freeway shut down between Granary Road and Highway 77. For WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast, sunny, hot, and humid today. High temperature, 95 degrees expected. The heat index, though, means it's going to feel more like 104. Tonight will be clear, overnight low 77. Monday, more sunshine. The high again in the mid-90s. Heat index, once again, more than 100. Right now, it's sunny and 86 degrees. Police in Austin have arrested one suspect, still searching for another, after a mass shooting early Saturday morning in a crowded downtown street. Fourteen people were wounded when what police said was an argument between two parties suddenly turned into a gunfight. None of the wounded was involved in the original dispute. Both of the wanted suspects fled. One of them has since been arrested. Austin's interim police chief isn't saying much, but did say he might release more details later. The price to ride a rocket into space next month with Jeff Bezos and his brother sitting beside you turned out to be a cool $28 million. That was the winning bid during Saturday's live online auction. The Amazon founder's rocket company, Blue Origin, did not disclose the uh, the winner's name. It says it will do so before the flight from West Texas, July 20th. From the WBAP 24-7 News Desk, I'm Dennis Martin. Next update, 10 o'clock. 24-7 News coverage at WBAP.com. All right, Dennis, thank you very much. I have a very important message for you from Baylor Scott & White Health, and that is that they have a new app for you that will really make your life a lot easier. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm here to help you with your gardening things, make them easier. Well, they are here to help make your health care easier. And the app is called My BSW Health. It's from Baylor Scott & White Health. And uh, that way you can manage your health care your way, keep yourself in tip-top shape. It helps you schedule appointments, get test results, message your doctors, even handle care for others in your family, all on your schedule and from wherever you are. I can tell you that our doctors in our family are all at Baylor Scott & White, with one or two exceptions. And uh, it is so neat that they all know what the others have uh, said to us and, and done to help us. They are a team working alongside us, and that really helps. And uh, I, I just I can't imagine how it used to be where you had to tell every doctor what that other doctor over across town said to you or take in paperwork and, and watch them quickly scan through the details. In this case, it's all right there. And uh, so the My BSW Health app makes all of that so much easier. How do you get it? Well, text the word BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, you knew that, to 88408 to download it to your iPhone or Android. 
device. That's better to 88408. And uh, you can thank Baylor Scott & White Health for coming up with a great idea. Learn more at GetBetterTexas.com. Baylor Scott & White Health. It's the stuff. Never-ending roller coaster ride with the left. People are talking about. Promise everything, they deliver nothing. News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP.com. Neil Spray's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter. It comes from my computer, my uh, iMac, directly to your email. And uh, it uh, comes on Thursday nights, just a little after 6 p.m. I write five stories each week, sometimes twice a month. I write four stories in that week because we have uh, Stephen Shambly or Diane Sitton writing a story. And they're wonderful writers. And I sought them out and asked, would you like to do a story each month for eGardens? And they both have been gracious to accept and to do them. And uh, Stephen Shambly, I have a story this week. You'll always have a featured question of the week. You'll always have a featured plant of the week. And gardening this weekend, where I outline the things that are most critical to get done in the ensuing three or four days of that weekend. And uh, then you'd have Stephen's story and maybe one other topic of some sort. That's what eGardens is all about. If you want to see what it looks like, go to the place where you sign up to get it. And that is at neilsperry.com. It's on my website. And uh, you can see the most recent issue and sign up all at the same time. That's N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Click on the eGardens tab. My website is also where you can get my latest book at that greatly discounted price. So do all that while you're there. NeilSperry.com eGardens. Temperatures are rising, and so are those pesky pollen counts. So get a handle on your family's allergies sooner rather than later. Find a doc or schedule an appointment with the MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health. To download yours, text the word BETTER to 88408. And now, back to Neil. All right, thank you very, very much. And we go back to the phone lines to George in Southeast Cook County. George, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, got a question or a problem. Uh, my house was built uh, probably 30, 40 years ago in amongst a lot of tall, large oak trees. And in the last uh, three or four years, I've had three of those trees die. And uh, they've been taken down. Uh, uh, yesterday, I was sitting out on my deck outside and looked up... Uh, the deck is built around one of these trees. Uh looked up, and the, the, the tree leafed out this spring, but I noticed these leaves are turning yellow. Looks like maybe this tree may be dying. Uh, I'm wondering <laughs> what uh, what may be causing this. Okay, let me ask you what kind of oak this is. Well, you know, I'm not sure about the different species. Uh, it's wild right. oak or... What, All right. Uh, they have uh, they have round lobes or pointed lobes. Uh, well, they're kind of rounded, I guess. Uh, okay. And are um, they bigger than your hand, the palm of your hand, or are they about that size? No, they're smaller, really. Okay, that's probably post oak, Quercus yeah, stellata. So you have a you have an out. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I see they're really tall, straight. Uh, trucks. Well, the that trucks. yeah, that has to do with how they're how they're grown in their community. You have an yeah. outcropping uh, of post oaks in southeast Cook County, part of Denton County, where you have uh, anything but blackland soil. You're not in blackland, right? Oh, I'm not. It's sandy yeah. and then clay. anywhere anywhere except blackland, you you have a chance of having post oaks. Um, you may have heard me say this about post oaks. You may not have. I don't say it very often because we don't have a lot of post oaks in our area. I grew up with post oaks in, uh, in College Station, and uh, you'll never see them in nurseries. Nurserymen don't want to try to sell them. They're cantankerous old trees. And the, the, the phrase that I use with them is that they are flat earth society trees. They just go along and go along and go along, and then they die. They don't give you any warning. 
They don't seem to have any reason for dying. They just die. They just reach into their line, and they go off the edge of the earth, and they're gone. And I don't know that there's a disease involved when that happens, but they're, they don't give you any wind-down time like most trees do. Most trees will get weaker, and they'll lose a branch here or there, and, and you'll know that they're on their way out. With post oaks, they just die in the course of four or five months. In my observation, watching them from as a kid growing up whose dad founded the range and for, co-founded the range and forestry department at A&M, so I was taught and, and learned from somebody who watched these things also. So that may be, it may be nothing more than that, George. Uh, they yeah. also don't like us, and when we do anything around them, like putting in driveways or building patios or houses, they yeah. pout, and three or four years later, they're gone. So they well, can be that was, also. There has been, or just tried to remedy it, uh, kind of a drainage problem uh, that it may have stayed wetter than normal around this this particular tree. Now, the other trees that's died in the last few years, that wasn't a problem, but I'm, I'm wondering if the excess moisture, could that be a It's problem? certainly a possibility. Post oaks do not look for reasons. They don't stick around long enough to explain, hey, I'm dying because they just die. But things that, that uh, obviously kill them are, are changes of grade where we add soil cutting of roots when we add water lines alongside or sewer lines, things of that sort, or put in driveways. Um, one of the biggest losses of post oaks across Texas came in the years 2013-14 uh, from a disease called hypoxylin canker, and that was because of the drought of 2011. It weakened the trees horribly, and uh -huh. hypoxylin canker killed a bunch of them in 2013-14-15. Uh, and uh, so it's it's all of that, but I'll bet that's what it is, and I don't think it's anything you did or didn't do unless you did a lot of construction. And well, like at, at this point, there probably isn't much you can do now. Yeah, uh, I'm afraid I'm going to have to hire somebody that can climb a tree <laughs> to cut it down because it's, you know, within five feet of the, the house. Yeah. And uh, like I said, it's probably 50 or 60 feet tall. Yeah, you need a certified arborist and you need somebody who is bonded and insured so that if there is any damage that it's covered. That's that's very important. Okay, well, I appreciate it. Uh, this, yeah, I'm uh, sorry for the bad news, but I think that's probably what, what uh, has yeah. caused the problem. Yeah. Okay. All right, have a good day in spite of me. Thank you, sir. All right, let's go to uh, Jeremy in Carrollton. Jeremy, this is Neil. Good morning. Hey, good morning. I think I have a bit of a sociology question for you, Neil. Um, we've lived in this house for 25 years on zero lots, and our neighbor has one of the last uh, Bradford pear trees that was planted 25 years ago by the builder, and uh, the, the tree is killing the east side of our Bermuda lawn, and just this spring I put down zoysia over there in the bare ground, hoping that the zoysia will outlive this Bradford pear. Um, the Bradford is giant and beautiful like they're supposed to be, but it's already had the uh, sleet get on the leaves and pull down half the tree. But I can't seem to convince my neighbor to take this tree out. And it's kind of jeopardizing both of our homes. But what what can I give this man uh, advice-wise that will convince him? Because I've offered to pay for the tree to be removed and plant a uh, little gem, magnolia. But he is just not taking the bait because of how beautiful the tree really is. Uh, but it's it's not a good thing. All right, I'm going to give you a generic answer. I will cite a specific tree. Um, it's and and I'll you can refer him to the podcast if you will. I, I can't see that tree, so I can't be specific. Uh, it's not a matter of if a Bradford pear will split. It is when. And it's not a matter of if all of it will split, it's a matter of when. The 25 years is a very old Bradford pear. They, they split because the very narrow branch angles in the center, I always refer to a handful of tuning forks. And you hold them so tightly that you heat the, the stems of the tuning forks and they melt and run together to form the trunk. But still all those branches that are going straight up uh, become the branches of the tree. And as the branches get bigger, the debris 
that forms from the old bark and the moisture. It becomes a stew pot that catches in the crotches of all those branches, and it keeps them from forming strong branch unions, and that's why these break and continue to break and continue to break. Uh, Two months ago, as they were leafing out, I took a photograph on Cotton Ridge Road, uh, probably 200 yards east of Custer in McKinney, uh, south Cotton Ridge. Cotton Ridge is a loop. And um, it was a Bradford pear that had lost a major branch. It just split, fell. And I don't believe it crushed a fence, but it didn't miss by much. And I took that photo and I posted it on Facebook. If, if Facebook hadn't ruined their whatever kind of page I have, it used to be called a fan page, uh, it, it doesn't work now. And maybe they'll get that corrected, I hope. But anyway, that photo is there, and I think you can see my photos. You can see that Bradford pear with that crushed, uh, that uh, broken branch. We drove by it a couple days ago, and there's another part of it that has broken. It will break until all of that tree is nothing but an old snaggy stump, and that will happen to this tree. It's a matter yeah. of when, and it won't be many more months or years. That I'm willing to say. And and your choice of a little gem or teddy bear magnolia, one of the dwarf magnolias, is stellar. It's the best replacement. That's what I'm willing to say. And I was willing to bet planting zoysia sod would outlive this tree. Do you feel? Because it, I would say I planted sod in complete shade due to this tree. I, um, I don't know. I don't know yeah, because zoysia sod, if it's in complete shade, isn't going to last more than a few months. And uh, I don't know how long the tree has. But anyway, Maybe I hope that I, helps. Uh, yeah, I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, you thank bet. you, and I've enjoyed listening to you since about 82. Good deal. Thank you. That's great. Well, good luck with it. And I'm on your team 100% completely. So good luck. Hope you'll listen to the podcast. It'll be up by a Monday evening. And this is the second hour on Sunday, so you can fast forward to that one. All right. Let me tell you about my book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. And uh, this is uh, just one of the last few ads that I will do at this price of thirty-one ninety-five plus tax and postage. On Father's Day, I will be doing the last ads at that price. It will never be offered at that price again. Thirty-one ninety-five, and I'll sign your copy and get it in the mail tomorrow if you order from my website before about two or two thirty today. I don't know when Gretchen's going to pull all the names and send them to me. I'm going to be signing and signing and signing this afternoon. We will box and take them to the post office tomorrow if they're open on Flag Day. Don't know. If, if not, we'll take them first thing Tuesday morning. It's a very special, limited-time offer. It began as the pre-production offer while the book was being printed in the fifth printing. And I extended it when I got way behind on signing. I'm caught up now, but I just decided to run it through Father's Day and then put it away. And so the book will be $36.95 eight days from now. If you want this very special price, get it ordered immediately. Uh, signed copies, not in stores, not on Amazon. I've never put this book in those places because to do that would have cost you a whole lot more. I'm selling it to you at basically what I would have been selling it to them. And uh, so that's that's your uh, advantage. 344 pages, 840 of my best photos, 11 chapters. It's suited to every county in the Lone Star State. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. Here are the ways you can get it. You can call my office tomorrow, Monday uh, through Friday, from 9 until 5. And uh, if you need it for Father's Day, I'd order it online if you can. But otherwise, Monday through Friday, call my office, 800 800- 752 grow 800-752-4769. The uh, website is com. That's the better place. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. As soils go from dry to wet to dry, our foundations are taken along for the ride. Serious damage can ensue. If you're seeing signs of what you fear might be foundation issues, let the experts at Advanced Foundation Repair do their thorough evaluation on your home's foundation. It's free, and if you don't have foundation problems, they'll tell you so. Their work is affordable, and it's guaranteed for the lifetime of the home. Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003, foundationrepairs.com. 
WhizQStone.com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Thank you, Stuby. Let me tell you about Wild Birds Unlimited right now. I am just joyous to have them here on WBAP with me. They uh, are advertisers on KLIF, and I welcome all three of their sponsoring stores. Dallas, 5715 West Lover's Lane, next to Nichols Nardi Nursery and Garden Center. That's just west to the tollway, 57. 57- 15 West Lover's Lane. Say hi to David when you go into that store. In Dallas, 6333 East Mockingbird Lane, northwest corner of Abrams. My friend Ron is there, and he's been there a long, long time, loving his birds. At Mockingbird, northwest corner of Abrams. And in McKinney, Harden at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just immediately south of, uh, of Tom Thumb. And uh, actually, there's a, a Hallmark store between the two, but that's where it is so easy uh, to get to off uh, off Sam Rayburn. Just come north about a mile, and there they'll be. That's the three stores. Those are the three stores that sponsor me. And uh, you can find out details of when they're open by going to WBU.com, uh, Wild Birds Unlimited, WBU.com, McKinney, and Dallas. Both Dallas stores. Now, this is for hummingbird supplies, all kinds of wild bird supplies of all kinds, and all kinds of great gardening information. You need houses for uh, birds for to attract uh, uh, songbirds, to attract uh, oh, owls, for example. Owls can be very beneficial. All of that at Wild Birds Unlimited, West Lover's Lane, next to Nicholson Hardy in Dallas, Mockingbird, northwest corner of Abrams in Dallas, and Hardin, just south of El Dorado Parkway in McKinney. Wild Birds Unlimited. Ah, tis the season for exploring the great outdoors, which is also a great time to make sure we're up for all the hiking and biking. Find a dock or schedule an appointment with the MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health. To download yours, text the word BETTER to 88408. Once again, here's Neil. Thank you, Stubby. We go back to our phone lines. We have Noreen in Michigan. Noreen, this is Neil. Good morning. Oh, good morning, Neil. How are you? I'm well. How can I help you? Well, although I'm calling you from Michigan, um, my mom lives in Richardson, and she has a 50-year-old sycamore tree that is dropping bark like crazy. And I'm wondering, is that normal, or is the yes. tree Yes, that's absolutely normal. They are dropping. I've noticed that on sycamores everywhere I've driven. They are really dropping their bark right now. Not a thing to worry about. Oh, wonderful. I can't wait to that. great news? Yeah, you call her and and have a nice visit, and it'll leave her happy. Oh, thank you. Have a good day. You betcha. Have a great day. Thank you. Mike Bass, nice job. Thanks for listening, everybody. Happy gardening.